0: We are absolutely delighted to get to announce to you that we are doing a giveaway for one of our lucky podcast listeners in partnership with carrie 117. Carry 117 exists to empower at-risk women in Kora, Ethiopia. They employ them to create some beautiful products and what they're giving away is a set of leather teardrop earrings. Oh my goodness. I have a pair. I wear them all the time and get compliments just as often. And so they're giving away up here to one of our lucky listeners. And if you don't wear earrings, that's okay, because we know you know and love someone who does. So go to our social media channels. You can catch us at the table 112. That's the number 112 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can visit anyone or all of them. And if you will follow the instructions on the post and enter to win, we will draw a lucky name at random on Monday, October 14th enter by 11 59 p.m central time we'll draw a lucky winner and we'll let you know the next day Welcome to lively conversations brought to you by table 112 whether you're at the table in the car or wherever you are We hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens We love it when you subscribe and we're so thankful for your ratings your reviews and when you share it with your friends We are your hosts the Williams family. I'm Lexi.
1: I'm Jeremy. I'm justice
0: and I'm Dana all right, guys, let's start out with a rapid-fire round. Give me a rapid-fire list of extracurricular activities you have been involved in. Ready? Go, Justice.
2: Started out with soccer, went to baseball, then basketball, and then karate, and then football, and then lacrosse.
0: All right. Sports-related. Anything else outside of sports?
2: Um, what else have I done?
0: Theater. Some theater, huh. some youth group.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, the youth group, the theater, doing stuff like that, some AV type stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Super cool. All right, Lexi, you go. Okay, uh, theater, choir, student council, youth group, possibly tennis soon. Yeah, it's a good list. I have more things, but oh. I can't remember. Oh, dance.
1: Gymnastics.
3: Oh, for two
0: days. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> Very briefly. Go ahead, Jeremy.
1: All right, so I was involved in youth group, in young life, in young life leadership, in flag football, softball, volleyball. There you
0: go. All right, so when I was a wee one, I started out in brownies. There are stories. I did Pioneer Girls. I was in dance, theater, student council, cheerleading, youth group, camp. I always wished that I did gymnastics, but I never did.
3: Well, we're very similar. We are very similar. Except you didn't.
0: Choir. I actually did a tiny little bit of choir.
3: Dang it. That's gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not not like you. For sure not like you. You're an amazing singer. I was not that I good. Think so. Uh, so here's the thing. When you are a teenager, I think you guys are in a great season of life to express yourself and try a bunch of different things and discover who you were made to be. But I also think that there's this weird thing about our culture right now where there's a a lot of pressure to figure out who you are really young and like to specialize super early. I'm not sure that that's totally healthy, but I really would like to kind of just talk about the benefits of participating in extracurricular activities. Like what have you guys gotten out of trying different experiences? New friends. Absolutely. New friends is totally something that we've all gotten out of
3: your extracurricular activities also new skills and talents and interests yeah did so, you ever surprise yourself yeah um that. so before I did my Madagascar play in sixth grade I didn't really like costume makeup very much but now that I have done that play I'm like I just want to do all the costume makeup it's so much fun
0: yeah it was cool how they turned all the humans into animals yeah, yeah. I was a penguin penguin, the cutest penguin. Well, not really. I was the most funny penguin. Though. You were funny and kind of bossy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think when I was, uh, certainly when all of my friends were playing little league baseball and little league basketball, when I was in like elementary school, middle school years, I was, I was actually kind of a combination of scared to try mm-hmm. and not sure my parents could afford it, so I never even expressed interest in it growing up. So I didn't really get to play even semi-organized sports until I got to college, um, where we played you know, mostly intramurals and stuff like that. I did have one brief stint on the college soccer team. What's, um, what's intramurals? Intramurals is where you play against other teams from your same college. Learning to play volleyball, learning to play soccer, and those sorts of things really kind of built... My confidence and in, mm-hmm. in my physical ability that I was really scared of as a as a kid and even as a teenager to, to even try and so kind of a late bloomer in those things but it was <laughs> uh, it definitely helped um, as I got older and then yeah
0: yeah I think confidence is what I would say too just trying different things and finding that I was kind of good at some things
2: yeah I mean I think Lexi saying friends is super accurate like you find your people in what in the things that you take similar interest to. There's definitely um, a sense
0: of belonging when you find the thing right. that you love.
2: Yeah. For sure. And I think other than that like there's a whole lot of life lessons to be learned whether it's sports or theater or whatever you're doing. Like there's definitely learning moments in all of those. Like you said confidence, learning how to public speak for me in theater. I think actually like losing in sports is a huge learning motivator for me if that's actually a thing
0: yeah it Um, builds resilience and grit to get up and go again
2: exactly having that short mentality of if you mess up like not to dwell on it
0: and it's not get up and yeah
2: try it again
0: so there's a lot of really great things about participating in extracurricular activities but there's also tensions that come up when we maybe spread ourselves too thin, or what kind of things do you see as tensions that different families face when they jump into extracurriculars? I think
2: scheduling conflicts is a huge one. That's what I was going to say. Trying to do too much at one time
0: yeah it can it can be either just one person doing too much or it can be spread across a family i know of you know i've heard other sports moms talking about having to be at two different games at the same time or you know one parent's got to go this direction and the other one's got to go that direction and they're sort of just passing each other and that those seasons can be really crazy
3: yeah so my best friend's siblings she's got a younger sister and a younger brother both of them do uh, swim, and then one of them does baseball, and the other does dance. So they have swim meets at the same time, and then they have dance and baseball at, at the same time, also. So it keeps them hopping. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> its the What other kinds of tensions do extracurricular activities sometimes cause?
1: Man, time is such a big one. It's it's hard to hard to move past that one. Um, finances, for sure, Um, for sure, as you, uh, you know, especially as the the sport gets more involved. I have friends whose kids are in third grade and they're out buying $300 baseball bats because if they don't buy the $300 baseball bat, their kid doesn't, can't compete with the kids who do buy the $300 baseball bat. so.
0: And that's true, not just in sports, you see that in theater and other programs that people are involved in, yeah. And that
1: may be just the fee of the activity or you know, the, the fundraising that goes along with it or the equipment. It all, it's all about budgeting though, isn't it? Like budgeting time or budgeting money or budgeting energy or. Absolutely.
0: I also think one of the things that other moms and I talk about sometimes is how do you manage the quantity of extracurricular activities and, you know, different families have different standards for that. I'm not sure that we've ever had one like set thing that we've said, like, you can do one thing this season or, or anything like that. But sometimes people put parameters on those things and say, you know, especially with younger kids, you could choose one sport this year, and that's what you'll do. And, and so that way they're not, you know, out five nights a week or something like that. Well, and
1: we never really had the financial resources to make, that you know, true. to to put one of our kids on three different select teams or in, in or multiple activities. Or even a variety activities. of activities, yeah, yeah sometimes um, that's it. So it was, you know, that kind of limited us. And prevented us from getting too crazy with the extracurriculars.
0: I think one tension that I've noticed in our family is a balance. As Justice got older, we invested an awful lot in his sports career because of where we saw him heading and I know that in some ways there was a lack of balance there because Lexi got dragged along and sat in the bleachers and uh, and cheered some, for her brother. she did cheer. She was the cutest little cheerleader, but at the same time I know there were some nights where that wasn't appreciated and so I think that one of the things that that parents and families need to be cognizant of is just helping to create that balance uh, between kids and between attention. And I'm looking forward to seeing you try tennis this year. I have a lot to learn. <laughs> so in those things, there's a lot of tensions, but like what are some of the best practices that you've experienced or seen? How are, what are some good ways that We've managed tension, or that you've seen other families manage those tensions.
3: One parent goes one direction, the other goes the other. So dividing the labor. Yep.
0: Yeah. Justice, can you talk about um, choosing practice when practice overlapped with youth group? Can you talk about that? Uh,
2: I mean, I had to make a choice for me uh, on Wednesday nights. I would have lacrosse practice and church, like youth group, on the same night, and My senior year, I chose to just go to lacrosse practices on Wednesdays because I was already going to uh, church on Sundays, I was already really involved with the youth group and all that, and it was my last year, but junior year, I definitely alternated going one week on, one week, or one week to church, one week to practice, and that worked too. It's all just kind of where your priorities are at, and for me... My senior year, it was lacrosse because I was leaving the team and trying to get better because the next year I was going to play in college.
0: Yeah, finding on balance. uh, It can be be challenging, and it might look one way in one season and a different way in a different season. Exactly. One of the ways that we managed one of the tensions, I mean, lacrosse is kind of notorious for being an expensive sport, and uh, our team had a really cool program where we were able to do some – Local fundraising and get sponsorships, and that helped kind of alleviate some of that cost. Um, so that's one of the ways that you know when when things do creep up, the, taking advantage of those opportunities. And I'm so proud of them because they got new uniforms and then more new u- uniforms after last year's fundraising. It's pretty awesome. Yeah,
2: kind of jealous of those gray uniforms.
0: They are slick, aren't they? Super
1: sweet. I think the the most important part of of managing like your family schedule is just to make sure that there's good communication that expectations are well communicated and you know obviously as as the the teenagers get older they need to have a little more say in in what that schedule looks like but the most important part is to communicate because you want to be able to sit down and have a meal as a family or have some time as a family every once in a while, but, you know, you also want to have the kid being able to do their thing and, and be successful in that, and, you know, you just have to be able to find that balance, and I think communication is key to that.
0: Right, and I think that's a good life skill that is needed for adulthood because yeah. we do need to get on each other's calendars and adult as adults, and so... That's a skill that a high school student who has a driver's license is starting to develop is just, hey, like let's block out this time. Let's make sure that we spend some time together. Um, so, certainly
1: having doing. shared calendars that we can all access from our phones has been...
0: That's been revolutionary <laughs> for the Williams. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we can all see... I don't know if the kids are logged into all the calendars, but Jeremy and I can kind of see what everybody's doing so we don't overlap too many things that way.
1: Yeah. and And then just one last thing for me, from a parenting perspective, I remember... Gosh, it was probably 15 years ago we were at a youth conference and heard Doug Fields, The you know, he was the the youth leader at the time that everybody wanted to be like and everybody wanted to listen to. He's still that guy. He's still that guy? (laughs) Uh, But he said uh, that he never, ever missed one of his kids' sporting events, Mm -hmm. and that really, that was probably, Justice was probably really young, and I don't know that Lexi was even born yet at that time, but... That's something that that I held on to, and I've always held on to. As as much as I can be at my kids' events, I want to be there for them, just to show them that that they're important.
0: Totally agree. Yeah, Didn't miss it if I didn't have to. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversations to you and your family, we want you to consider this verse as you talk. Paul writes to believers and he tells them that representing Jesus should shine through every part of their new life.
3: And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father.
0: With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What are you hoping for during the season in your extracurricular activities? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you at the table next week.
3: See ya. Bye.
2: Let's get it. (laughs)
0: Doo doo doo